You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive Scottish football content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Scottish Football Show. I'm Scott McPike. It's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. It's a pleasure to be back doing the Scottish Football Show. We took a wee bit of a break just to get some new ideas into the show, but we are ready to go and what an occasion to come back. We are going to preview the Via Play Cup final between Rangers and Celtic. The, one of the biggest games of the season, no doubt, between two of the biggest clubs in Scotland. And we have an old firm final. There's nothing like it. To join me to preview the League Cup final, we have got a man who could have been a could have played in a League Cup final if only he had been listened to and not set out in loan. I think he would have a League Cup winners medal on this show. It is an absolute pleasure to be joined by Stevie Murray, ex Comanlock. Stevie, it's a pleasure. Welcome to the show. Hey James Scott, it's all Jim Jeffries' fault. Every bit Jim Jeffries' fault. I look at I look at old videos. I look John when John Collins is lifting that cup. I was thinking. Jim Jeffries, if 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 he started Stevie Murray, Jim <laughs> Jeffries could have lifted that trophy. Hundred percent. Wouldn't have been five one anyway. I uh, know I've been five two. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pleasure to have Stevie on as always, and it's a pleasure to welcome to the show from Oswald's Bar. By the looks of it, it's a pleasure to welcome Kenny Bow. Kenny, it's a pleasure. Thanks for coming on. Why? Well, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to chatting about this. Whoa, it's a big one. Very, very exciting. We've got it's, there's nothing like a, a cup final, Stevie. Obviously, a, a Rangers Celtic one in particular, the two biggest clubs going at it again. This, this is actually the 17th time Rangers and Celtic have met in a league cup final. Over kind of with the league cup final, there's always kind of big games, as we've, we've seen many different memories. You've been a part of them, things like that. What's your favorite league cup final? If I was to say to you, if you could go back and watch one league cup final from history, what would it be? Um, honestly, I, I'm a Celtic man, right? But see the one where remember it used to be called the Coca Cola Cup. Yeah, right. Rovers. Rovers. <laughs> I remember I've got really? so memories sitting watching that. Don't get me wrong, I was spewing at the time, right? But uh, what a game that was! Top top game. Um, and I just that's the one that sticks out to me. A lot of the other ones. You maybe get one one side of the old firm playing against a Dunfermline or a Kilmarnock or a Hearts or a Hibs or something like that, and they don't really become memorable. But the one that was the fact that was memorable for two facts: Celtic get beat, and also obviously it was a, an underdog story with Wraith Rovers. And I just thought it was it was. But I remember Wraith Rovers played Bayern Munich in the U, in Europe before yeah, the season. I, just thought I it was a, just a great draw with cup competition. So it was. Did they not draw with them at home? Ah, they did. They drew with them at Starks Park. They, they drew them at Starks Park, didn't they? Aye, and then uh, they obviously get beat away from home. But aye, they tried to park, tried to park the team bus on the pitch in front of the goal. Danny, <laughs> yeah, if I was to say to you, what's your favourite League Cup final of all time? What would it be? I've got to go back. I think it was ninety six, ninety seven, and it was my first ever. Well, I went to a cup final when I was a wee boy, but I can't remember it. But it was my first ever cup final. I can remember. And it was at Parkhead, and it was uh, Rangers against Hearts. It was you'd maybe remember Ali McCoy scored the two in the first half. Yeah, Hearts brought it back to two two. McCoy and Gaza 
We're sort of fighting at half time. There's that story about Gaza. You'll definitely find that out afterwards, but Gaza obviously drinking the, the, the brandy or something at half time. And then obviously Gaza came on and scored two goals in the second half. But I think just just for me personally, just with it being my first ever sort of cup final as a young boy, 14, 15, you know, you could remember it. And for me, that's got to be by far my, my, my favourite cup, League Cup finals so far. Anyway, Sunday might trump it, you never know. Sunday's going to be interesting as well. I I would go back, there's a couple. The one that sticks out to me is the, remember Kenny Miller scoring against the Merlin Rangers were down to nine men? Aye. That's, that's one of the best managerial performances I've ever seen. Because when, that, when Danny Wilson gets sent off, you just saw Walter Smith coming down for the to the touchline and you just it was a man possessed just to get anything to get that that title and obviously Kenny Miller scoring the header still remember it. great great memory if you're a Rangers fan Steve remember Livingston winning it as well it's, you're saying about Wraith like Lisa Livingston winning it obviously Hibs there's a lot of teams it's it's brought a lot of good occasion Ross County St Mirren they've all won this trophy aye, aye. and that that Livingston man all 42 of their supporters must have got on that that, that. <laughs> <laughs> that, it must have been on that, that Kenny Miller one, I was in the, believe it or not, I was in the Ayrshire Hospice uh, common room and swearing at the telly when the nurse came in and told me to uh, mind my language because I was in a hospice because I completely forgot where I was when Danny Wilson was getting sent off. <laughs> Brilliant, but again, obviously, Celtic versus Rangers. Stevie, what, what does this game mean? It's... Any final is a big final, but when it's these two clubs, what does it do? Uh, well, the atmosphere will be electric. Um, I think even even non-old firm fans will be desperate to watch it because it is that kind of blockbuster match for a for a trophy at the end. Of it. And I think the good thing about it is both teams are in fantastic form going into the game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with Michael Beale not lost a game yet there, he's... But and he's doing extremely well, and you've got Celtic just ticking along nicely. They sometimes look in games like they can go up two or three gears still. Um, so it'll be it'll be a, a wee they'll be able to, somebody will be able to put a wee marker down to see the progress either how Bills progress Rangers or how Celtic are still dominant. It'll be it'll be interesting to see what way it falls. Kenny, we'll we'll obviously go through kind of each team and what the what the kind of big part kind of big parts are for each team and things like that. But it's been there's been a lot of build to this game. There's been a lot in the press. We've seen obviously the likes of like Bill obviously been talking a lot in the media. Postacoglu have done a press conference together, which I was baffled at. But again, something we can touch on later on. But it's certainly get the get the makings of a big game. Well, obviously any game between Rangers and Celtic is big, but this one in particular, you just feel as if it's it's a big test for both clubs. Obviously, one club's wanting to establish a dominance. Rangers are obviously had a difficult start to the season. They're beginning to find their feet under Bill. It's just got the makings of a massive, massive encounter. I like Stevie said. It's, it's blockbuster, and you know everybody's going to want to see it again. I'm pretty much echoing what Stevie said. It's the form. Both teams are in such fantastic form that. It's it's a, it's a really, really hard one to call as well. And I think as well, with all the sort of media hype, you've got the arguments with Chris Sutton, you've got, you know, the, like you said about the press conference, that was that was hilarious, the two of them sitting there. You've got all the jokes about that. There's all the VAR conspiracies, um, obviously, as well, from, from both sides, where, you know, who's going to win it? Is the referee going to win it? That sort of thing. It's just, it's a massive occasion. I think everybody's buzzing for it. I mean, everyone I've spoke to, even people I know that are Aberdeen fans, Hibs fans, Hearts fans, they're, they're just all looking forward to Sunday. Everybody's trying to get the day off and watch the game. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not easy, trust me, to get the day off for it. It's, it's that very difficult. Stevie, will you be watching it on via Play Sports? 
Aye, I'll be I'll be watching via Play Sports. I pay my subscription. I'm not like these uh, Fire Stick guys. I pay I actually pay for it. I'm I'm the what one mug on. I actually pays for it. <laughs> I had a friend ask me this morning, and I'm not gonna gonna put gonna name him shame him, but he asked me if he could borrow my via play subscription. Right. Okay. What, what are we like? That's the 2023 and a league cup final when we're asking to use via play sports subscriptions. It's it's crazy what's going on. Stevie with Celtic, obviously they're going in nine points, clear at the top of the table. They have been so consistent this season. They've I mean they've only dropped what four points in the league. Yeah, they're going in pretty much flawless and flawless domestically. What's what does this game mean for for Celtic and Ange Postecoglou in particular? Because he's he's won two trophies. Obviously, Rangers put them out the Scottish Cup last season, but he's got that he's got that big start under his belt. This is going to be a massive, massive game for Postecoglou and this new Celtic team. Yeah, definitely. Um, as I said before, I think it's a good barometer to see where both teams actually are. Um, that. The last, the two semi-finals at Hamden, the pitch was horrendous. I mean, I don't, doesn't really play into say. I hope, hopefully, the pitch is a bit better um this time round, but um it doesn't really play into the way that Celtic like to build for the back, and it's a bit, it's a wee bit more risky in a pitch like that. But um it will be. It, I think it's important for Ange to. To to win this, just as important as it is for for McBeal, because obviously there's. Rangers, some Rangers fans, I've got friends that are Rangers fans, believe it or not, I, I've got friends is the interesting part of that sense, but um, and a lot, some of them are saying oh, we need to win a trophy, it's been too long, Like I know we won the, the Scottish and this, but we need another trophy, we need another trophy, and, um, but also on the Celtic end, you, we don't want to be seeing Rangers lifting trophies ahead, There's especially in a game where we can affect it, do you know what I mean? Um, and going by how the team have been playing and how they're looking. They look they look sharp, as you said. They're consistent. And in my opinion, they've got a couple of gears to go up and the bench is so strong as well. I mean, but I would say Celtic's got a slightly stronger squad than Rangers. I know Rangers have maybe got a couple of injury, injury doubts, potentially. But um, it's the squad depth that in that final, when you're struggling, maybe it's a nil-nil game and both teams are cancelling each other out, you can bring somebody on that offers something different. For instance, if, if he starts with Maida and um, Haksibanovic on the wings, yeah. he can offer something different, you know what I mean, coming on. and It's just it's just that the, the, the difference makers that you can bring on off the bench of the guys that are going to win you the cup because it's a one-off game, so you need to have loads of different options to be able to go and win the game. Kenny, since Michael Beals came in, obviously 13 wins, one draw, the only blemish is the, the draw against Celtic, but it hasn't been pretty. There's been a lot of games where Rangers have got by just not playing well, just getting results, but they're winning and they're winning. And you couldn't say that this time three months ago. They were struggling to get by, they were playing poor and not getting the results. They're, they're now in a position where they've got a lot of confidence. They seem to have more of a settled team. I think the big thing I've noticed is the back four is a lot more solid than it was Remember a couple of months ago, Rangers. Had, I mean, there was a new defensive partnership every week. They've got that stability now, and it's. Um, we'll get into kind of the team, what we think the teams are going to be later on. But the one thing Bill has done is he's brought a winning mentality. In. I think that's going to be important on on Sunday, especially when you're going to be up against the cost. I mean, let's be honest, Celtic will be favourites for this match. Um, the, 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 I know they're both in the same run of form, but Celtic will be resounding favourites. I would say. 
But no, I think Bill has brought a bit of, bit of mentality and you like to think like Raskin in the midfield will, will make a difference. I think he's going to be, again, he's only played so far against Partick this one, maybe so this will be the big test for him as well. But I, I think Bill's brought back that, that sort of win, like you say, that winning mentality and I think that Sunday's the perfect time for the sort of players to show it. But don't forget, you've got a lot of players on that side as well that have experienced games like this. You know, when they've been up against it in the past, they've been written off at the semi-final last year especially after the European exploits. Nobody expected Rangers to come through that way a result. And obviously they did. So I think, you know, the players are the other squads there. And hopefully Bill has installed that mentality that Rangers could just kick on and finally get a trophy. Yeah. Stevie, I think the last old form game was pretty interesting. Obviously, the, the New Year game. Celtic obviously took it took the lead and you thought, would Celtic go in front as they've done in the past against Rangers? They could Rangers could be in for a difficult day. But Rangers rallied back. They got the two goals and then obviously Kyogo scored late on to to salvage a draw. I thought that was a very telling game and I think it shows you, although there's nine points of a difference, both sides are, are, are capable of having a go at each other. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think what was interesting in that game is I think Celtic started extremely well. Mm-hmm. First 25 minutes, it looked like normal things were just happening all the time for Celtic. Whereas, as soon as, it's as if Rangers needed to get a punch to, get, to wake them up and then as soon as they started having a go back at Celtic they started to develop a wee bit more belief um, and I think that's mentality is a massive thing in anything you're doing but especially in sports if, if they're getting in there thinking the first 20 minutes of ah Jesus all we're doing is chasing the ball about we're not going to touch this it, it, you can just your shoulders drop you're, you don't run that extra five yards whereas all you need is one wee chance and you think Jesus we can get at them and it, could actually physically see the belief filling the Rangers players and especially Sakala, he was extremely dangerous that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Well. Taylor went off, didn't he? Joe Hart made that sort of gap, didn't he? And Taylor went off and it just it sort of seemed to sort of change the players' mentality. They knew they could have a go and, and perhaps get something out of the game. Yeah. I want to get into the, the kind of what we think of the, the teams are going to be because I think, like Kenny, I think Rangers is obviously more interesting than Celtic because I think Celtic have a a lot more Celtic do not have a do not have a lot of injuries in their team. But you look at Rangers, the first thing that comes to your head is I think we know the, what the back five's gonna be. You've got McGregor, Tavernier, Olsen, Davis and Barisic. The midfield I think is interesting because you've obviously got doubts with Lundstrom, Tillman, Jack as well. The midfield three on Saturday last week was Kamara, Raskin and Cantwell. Who plays out of those three? Well, if, if it's the way... I mean, I don't know if these players are all injured. Like Bill said in his uh, press conference, it's a cup final. You know, if somebody's 80% fit, then, you know, if, if Lundstrom comes in and says he's 80% fit, then, you know, Lundstrom could well be played. But if we're going on these guys being out and injured, then I think you've got to... You, you, you're Raskin and Kamara are, are certs. They've, they've got to play, so, haven't they? Yeah, right, I, would say, I would say so, yeah. I would say... The thing, though, with Raskin and Kamara, like, it's been early days with Raskin, but as a... What is do you have a do you need maybe a lunchroom and Jack in with him or do you can Kamara and Raskin play a game like that together? Well, they, I don't know. I mean, they're just sort of holding. They're both they're all holding midfielders, aren't they? You know, yeah. Kamara's hardly an attacking midfield player, and Raskin we don't we don't really know much about so far. But I mean, his, his range of passing looks tremendous, and that's something that could be key on Saturday. But I mean, there's going to be more space on Sunday. That's the thing because like Rangers, I think play far better against teams that come at them. If you look at the Hearts result a couple of weeks ago. You know, Hearts were having a go and it left space in behind. Yeah. So if that that's going to be the case against Celtic, let's be honest, because Celtic only know how to play one way, and that one way is attack. 
So they're playing like Ran- Raskin. I don't know if it's Ranskin or Raskin. I keep getting mixed Raskin. up. But... <laughs> Nicholas Thierry Raskin. Nicholas Raskin. But, uh, with Raskin, I think, you know, he's going to be, a, if, 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 he, if he's on the ball anyway, he's going to be a key player because his range of passing looks tremendous. Stevie, if I was to say to you, we a fully fit, what Rangers midfield three would you not want to come up against? What's the what's Rangers' best midfield three? Right. So I, I don't want Lundstrom playing in any way, shape or form. I think he's the linchpin out of all of them. I think you, 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 he, if everybody's fit, I think he would be the first name on the team sheet for Rangers. So um, I wouldn't want to see Lundstrom... Do you know what? Raskin is... See, Raskin as well, he, he looks to me quite like a diminutive, can link the midfield and the yeah. front. Very tidy player, can play these slide roll passes like sees a pass before a lot of our players will see a pass. So I, I don't mind if Jack plays. I don't rate him as much, to be fair. Uh, I don't mind if Jack plays, but I wouldn't like to see, I don't think I'd like to see Lundstrom, one other, uh, in Raskin. I don't, I, I don't know if. I'm not too. I'll just Lundstrom will play. I think Lundstrom will play. I think he'll be declared fit. I think you're right. I think he's got a warrior player in he as well that's going to come out and say, "Look, I'm ready to go." And he's at. We saw last season in the UF in the Europa League and in games against Celtic as well, particularly that cup semi final. He thrived in those big games and he's he's not been in his his best form this season. I think there's been a couple of times this season he has been really good. I thought the. Before he got injured in the last Old Firm game, I thought he was terrific. I thought he was one of the best players in the park, actually. I, what about Cantwell, Kenny? I've been impressed with him, actually. I think it, you can tell that he's, he's a flair player. But is this, is. is this the sort of game you want him in? I, I, I'm not 100%. I, I don't know. Again, this is a big test. I mean, he'll, he'll, he'll figure it at some point, put it that way. But then I think... I mean, is he, is he a midfielder? Is he going to play in the front three? I don't know. What's his, mm. his, his desired position? But... I think if Lundstrom plays, you could see Lundstrom, Raskin, and then Cantwell, because you've got that sort of, you know, the sort of the grip there to kind of hold on to things, and then you've got kind of Ranskin to do that and make like your short was saying their wee passes and stuff. But then Cantwell, I don't know, I'm, I'm not too sure because I think you've got to play Sakala after he played the way the way he played against Celtic the last time. I think that, I think the one uh, we're touching the the Celtic. I think Celtic's midfield and forward lines interesting as well. But I think the I think Rangers front three is nailed on. I think it's Sakala, Morelos, and Ken. I don't I, get I, I don't get this roof. I don't get this roof thing. I do not get it at all. I know he's. I've always said his IQ is he's the best. Like, it's very similar in terms of like that idea of having the kind of intelligence. So he's he's a, such an intelligent intelligent player. But you cannot start him in this game. You bring him on oh, if he's yes. fit. He's not. Somebody says to me the other day, and it's a good point. Roof would be playing for Rangers if he was fit. He's that sort of player. But I mean, you definitely want Roof on the bench to come on because if you're leaving a goal, Roof's the man to go, isn't he? But I think you're right with the front three. The front three is nailed on. And that's why I'm not too sure about Cantwell. Because um, I don't know if you can carry a sort of flair player like that in, in the middle three, if that makes sense in this sort of game. I think he's the sort of player they might bring on later on to, if, if, you, need, if, if you need to, or if you need something a bit extra. The flying ointment here is Malik Tillman. If Malik Tillman's fat, he plays. Ah, well, that's what I mean. It's going to be the end. You, but then you'd have to play. But then that's, I suppose, another flair player, isn't it? Because Tillman, to me, is quite lazy at times as well. I know, uh, but he, I, he's never, like, I, I don't I don't remember him can I, doing much against Celtic in the first, the no, first two games. Mean, Certainly the first I game, I thought he, was, he played out right. 
I I think he I I'll be I'll be very interested if he starts. If he starts, I'm going I'm going to be watching him like a hawk to see how he gets on because that's that's will be a big occasion for him if he plays. Well, if Lundstrom and Tillman are eighty percent fit, you're trusting Lundstrom over Tillman. I mean, as yes. much as I love Tillman, he's, he's a skillful player. And he's done well in certain games, but you would tr- I, I don't know if I'd trust him at eighty percent fit if that makes sense. Whereas mm-hmm. I trust Lundstrom to go out there and give his all. Whereas Tillman, you can see get a wee knock and that would be all. Stevie, the the front the. Back five for Celtic, I think, rock solid as well. Hart, Johnson, Carter, Vickers, Starfield and Taylor. Absolutely. Yeah. Midfield yeah. three, he played McGregor, Hatate, and O'Reilly the last day. Aaron Moy's a big, big thing as well. Is Aaron Moy going to be fit? And if Aaron Moy is fit, who does he replace? Because I think he's nailed on to start if he's fit. I, I 100% agree with you. I think if Moy's fit, he replaces O'Reilly. Yeah. O'Reilly, but he... he he said he was a bit poor in the last old firm game and um for the last maybe six to eight weeks he's been in and out of the team. Don't get me wrong, when he first came in he was very, very consistent. Um but he seems to have had a wee dip in form at the wrong time of the season. Um so I, I think and Arn Moy was I mean, even at the World Cup he was fantastic. He's, and he's been he's been outstanding. I mean that game against Hibs at Easter Road, he was phenomenal. Him and Maida even as well. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think if everyone's fit I would like to see McGregor, Hitati and Moy. That's the three. How, how impressed have you been with Hitati? Because I think he's, uh, he's he's kicked on massively. Like we, I, I remember, I remember the first time. I remember the first time he played was against Hibs, and I remember you were on the show, Steve, and we were, we were absolutely raving about him. And then for that period, that first month, he was outstanding. Then he seemed to go off the boil a bit, and this season you've just saw him just get better and better as the seasons went on. Yeah, it seems to me like he's he's kind of had the huff, you know, getting in the. The World Cup squad with Maeda, and it's as if he's going right. Well, if I, see, if I need to kick on to get in that squad again, that's what I'm going to do. And he's been phenomenal. Even his goal scorer, I would never have him down as a goal scorer, really, wouldn't he? Because he, he he seems the type of midfielder to me that has a, a brilliant range of passing. His work rate's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and he's an. It, it seems to me like an honest player, an honest, hard-working player. So I would very rarely do you get that mixed in with goals as well. So um, he's been flying in terms of scoring goals and getting forward. So he's one of Celtic's best players right now. He's, he's playing phenomenal. I mean, Alan Moyer playing phenomenal. Yeah. Front three is very interesting because there's a lot Postacoglu can do here. I think the one, the, the kind of two guaranteed starters are Jota and Kyogo. I think they both will start. But you could have this thing where you could have... Abada's obviously got a terrific record against Rangers. I thought Maeda's obviously a very... It links very well with a front three. He's really, really good. He's the workhorse of a front three. You could also mm. put, put Alex Abanovic in there. There's so much he can do with that front three, but what will he uh, do, Stevie? Um, I honestly don't know about Jota. Jota's another one. The last kind of four weeks or so, four to six weeks, he's been in and out. He's not started every game. Um, it seems that, it seems as if Postacoglu has been getting a wee bit frustrated with him in games because he, he seems to be... When he first came in, he was beating a man, getting a cross, and he was beating a man, getting a shot away. Whereas now he's doing the, the thing that I used to do. He used to drive yeah. up. Always beat somebody, beat him again, beat him again, then try and put a cross in, and your front line are kind of forward and stop and getting caught offside. So I don't know. I think it's 50 50 with Jota. I, I mean, I would play him because that's the type of player I love to watch, and it's the type of player that deserves to play in finals. Um, but whether he starts, and I know he loves to start Maida in massive, massive games. It, so it could po- could possibly... It, I think it'll either be Maida, Kyogo, Abada, or it'll be Maida, 
he'll go Jota. I don't think he'll play Jota in a badder. No. To start the two. I think he'll be looking out for uh, the last one there, Jota and Kyogo. That'll be a front for you for Celtic, surely. Because, I mean, he, Jota as well, he, he's got something in him, hasn't he? You know, there's always something he can pull off. And Unfortunately. <laughs> but, you know, he's got that wee spark. And he, he puts the fear into defenders as well when he does run at you. Do you think that see with that midfield table like if you if you go with McGregor, Hatati and Moy, the first yeah. thing you you are not you're thinking, is there a is there a missing link? Is there a are, are they kind of sacrificing a bit of attack in that midfield midfield three? But the way the other way to look at it is if, if Moy and Hatati start, that's freedom for McGregor to McGregor can push yeah. forward. Yeah. I I think they rotate it very well. See yeah. I've watched Celtic a couple of times a season and what I've noticed is it's weird the way. Well, I say it's weird. It's, it's obviously winning. It's working for them. Plus, whenever Celtic are playing the ball about the back, both two central midfielders go and stand in the wide areas. Mm-hmm. They stand beside the wide the winger, either Jota or um, Maida. They'll go and stand beside them, and they'll try and we triangle passes there, and they leave the middle of the park for one player, um, and they rotate it because sometimes it can be Hatati on the left, Moy on the right. Then the next attack is McGregor on the, the right, um, Moy on the left to tie in the middle. So yeah. I know what you're saying, like they two sit and it can give McGregor, McGregor freedom, but I think all three of them just rotate it. They, they rotate it really, really well. Where it's as if one of them goes, I'm going to join the attack here, you two stay, or me and you'll go and join the attack, you stay. And there seems to be a, a, a good good communication and a good link up play between these three. Kenny, what worries you for my Celtic for like looking at Celtic as their, their midfield three and their forward three? Like what's what's the kind of worries for a Rangers perspective? I'd say Hattie in the form he's been in so far. Um, the last few games he's been absolutely brilliant and his footwork as well and he's finishing. I mean, now they two finishes against Aberdeen were top notch, weren't they? Absolutely top notch. But you're, you're hoping, I mean, Rangers just need to get in about Celtic and not give them the room to do that. But you're saying that, you know, the players pull out wide. They just need to be right in their faces. I mean, we did that against Hearts and it kind of worked in our favour. The last old firm game, once we got up and running, it took us a wee bit of time, but once we got up and running, Celtic are there if you can get at them. Do you know what I mean? I think Hattati, aye. And obviously as well, Kyogo's always one to worry about any of us, to be honest. Yeah. He can score for anywhere. And I think there's a big thing as well. Obviously the last old firm game at, at Hamden, Rangers won it, Celtic, Celtic went ahead. It's very, Celtic will be, Celtic will be smelling blood, they'll be wanting to to get revenge over that because that that was the kind of one blemish last season after the was the cup the semi final where so did obviously denied them a treble they'll be wanting to to get the to get out the first trophy in the board they'll be wanting to especially beat Rangers. What do we think about the the kind of preview of it the way the way it's kind of turned out in the media like we've seen the kind of hang with Sutton and Beal and there's been a lot of talk to Sakala yesterday. Stevie, what do we think of that? Do you think it's good or do we think like? I I think that there's a lot of purpose to it, and I like it. But it t- is it taken away from the game? Is it turning into a bit of a farce? Um, I would like to think both managers are professional enough to not let it affect them in terms of talking to their team and and setting a team up right for a for a match. But um, it it just seems a wee bit unnecessary to me. To be honest with you, I mean, why would you need to react to somebody who's already had their career makes? makes their career for making we slide digs like that at players or managers or whatever. It's just essentially when you when you boil it down, it's just petty comments in it. I mean, so 
why would you even necessarily bite back at that? I get it. Like he feels frustrated and he feels targeted by something. Um, but the best thing to do would be, would, would, for, from his point of view, not from my point of view, I wouldn't like this. But from his point of view, never responded, went on and won the final, and then just kind of stuck it to him that way. Do you know what I mean? Rather than getting embroiled in petty comments about his Chelsea career and and then Sutton having a go back and. I don't get me wrong, but I suppose it maybe brings drama and it brings eyes to the game, doesn't it? That maybe weren't potentially on the game before. People maybe want to see a bit of, um, a bit of conflict between the two, um, and it maybe maybe brings a wee bit extra drama. But it's not for me that I, I think it's a, a nonsense. If I'm honest, Kenny, where are you at with it? Well, I don't know if you're looking at the the, the deal certain thing. I it's just a nonsense. But I, I think Sakala yesterday and. Sakala's a God-fearing man, let's be honest. You know, he's all, he's all religious. He's always posting stuff about religion. I don't think he's made that other mob in a bad way. Do you think, think he so. has? No, I don't, I don't see the issue. Like, that... Players talk about them and they and them and they and all that sort of stuff. You know, us, them, us, them. It's just the way people... And for Sakala to say the other mob, I mean, I just don't think he's even thought what he's saying. Is he? But he, I mean, you watch you'd the love, on the You'd mark, love to know where he's heard that, wouldn't you? You'd love to know how he's... Like, that. I mean, somebody said that to him, he's just went, oh, that other mob, you know, off the cuff. No meaning any insult. And then people have latched on to it, going, oh, that other mob, what's he talking about us? What's he saying about us? And then you look at Sakal in the park, he doesn't know what he's doing half the time on the park. So then you've got to wonder what he's like off the park. <laughs> it's going to be interesting, obviously. Well, well, but we are we are at the stage, and we've, we've kind of went through everything. Let's put you on the spot. Stevie, how's this game going to go? Give us a prediction. I think both teams are scoring. Um, let me go... Uh, obviously, I'm going to go Celtic. I'm not going to say Rangers, am I? So I'm going to go Celtic 3-1. It'll be, it'll be one each for a long period in the game. Celtic will score a second in the last 10 minutes. Rangers will go all out attack. McGregor in the box for a corner. Third goal on the counter-attack injury time. There you are. That's my paddy power bit. That's a paddy power bit. Uh, Kenny, what are we, we thinking? I'd imagine you're the other side of that. Well, I, I'm, I don't know why, but I've got a suspicion because we've all been building up. We've been looking at the form. Everybody's been scoring goals. And I just think it might be even tighter. It could be a 1 0 Rangers. I just feel that, you know, it's like in these big games, you build it up, you build it up. Everybody's going, you know, there'll be lots of goals, there'll be lots of goals. And I just think sometimes the games are played in the midfield. Teams cancel each other out up front. And I'm going for a 1 0 Rangers. And it'll be a big defender scoring for a corner. So one vote each, so that means the casting vote's going to me, and I'm going to sit in the fence because I'm not going. I I, I can't call this, by the way. I do not. We do that with that one. My no, and I, I you, you, well done, Kenny, because you. I think that's hats off because I I can't call this, and I'm not just been saying I cannot call this game. I think it's too difficult. I think though the the last old farm game is very interesting because I thought I thought Rangers played very very well in the second half. But Celtic showed tremendous grit to get something out of the game because Celtic looked down and out at some at one point. And again, it's just how that game goes. If Celtic, I, I keep saying, if Celtic score early, I don't think any team can live with them. But Rangers did in that game, so it's very. It's I think whoever scores first wins. That's my prediction. Whoever scores first wins, and I think there will be a penalty. I was just sure. saying, surely we'll get a penalty. Surely we'll get a penalty. Come on, brother, beat <laughs> Now, if there's a penalty, will we see... Stevie, I'm, my prediction, if we see a penalty, how long before a couple of members of the commentary team explode? Uh, 2.7 seconds, mate. It'll be, it won't be long. Do you think and that... If you read the Sun newspaper, all, this, all the penalties go to Celtic in the old 
what do you think of that, Stevie? Like, I know we, we kind of we've we've spoke about it a, a lot on here in the past and things like that, but that it seems to be like there's there's a lot of talk about it, like as as if it's I ju- I, it just baffles me how like we're we're at that stage in this this time of this in twenty twenty three. A Rangers Celtic game, it's just gonna if one side wins, it's gonna be the referee's fault. If the other side wins, it's not the referee won't be mentioned. And that to me is just a, it's silly. Yeah, it's pretty I mean when you boil it down, right? The reason both old firm teams probably get most penalties is because they spend their time in the opposition box. Uh, that, 100%, right. <laughs> I mean if I'm pretty sure if you've done the analysis and teams down in, in England where the bigger teams are playing the smaller teams. They will get more penalties than the smaller teams. It's just, it's just a fact. But um, I think, I think what doesn't help is how sometimes incompetent the referees are and the VAR officials and everything else. Because they'll give something, they'll take it away. Then after they've took it away, they'll say, Do you know what, I should have gave that. It just, just um, go with, go with your on seeing less the on field decision is dramatically wrong. That's only really when you should change it. Yeah. In my I don't get, um, like the the, the small, small, minor ones. because when you slow something down, it looks ten times worse than what it did in real speed. It really does, um, and it looks more deliberate and it looks more premeditated. So, uh, I'm hating it. I hate VAR already. I despise it. Absolutely do we, despise. But do we hate VAR? But that's the thing. Do people hate VAR because it's not being used right, or do people hate VAR because? It's this big bad machine that's been brought in to stop a conspiracy. That do you know what I mean? Like it just, I don't think VAR is being used well. That's and I, I think it's the people operating it. I don't think it's the equipment. I think it's the people operating it. Yeah, I agree with you. But where, where are you going to get anybody else to operate it? That's the thing. Know? And, and that is. Well. Sorry, on you go. On you go. Sorry. No, you've got to ask as well the level of investment that we put into it. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know, obviously, but I bet 100% down south you get much more angles and much more ways to look at it. And I think referees need a hand as well when it comes to clarity on the handball rule. Because a lot of penalties are given because of this handball rule. And like, when is it a handball? When is it a handball? When you look at the penalty rate given against Rangers, against Partick Thistle, the big Cholak, I mean, that's never a handball, but it does touch his hand. So is that a penalty? And I think the referees need a hand in that sense because nobody knows the actual clarity of the handball rule. Aye. Uh, yeah. And falls into the category of every handball's a, a, a subjective view. It's the referee's subjective view because there's no definitive. It's hit his hand. It's a penalty. Do you know what I mean? So one ref yeah. would ref wouldn't. So regardless of how many computers you've got and how many video assistants you've got, one ref's going to give it, and the other ref's not going to give it. That's just that's the way handball is. Unless you just said any handball in the box, whatever, is a penalty. Unless you you just made that blanket statement, then you're never ever going to get it. The way people want it to be, ain't you not? No, absolutely not. Yeah. We we are going to start the the predictor from now until the end of the season, where we're going to look at. We've obviously got this game here. I will do this. I will put a score up because I I just I need to spend a lot of time. I need to watch tactics to this. I need to see how this game's going to go before I make a decision. But I will make a decision on the next four games because I don't need to sit in the fence as much. We do have four Premiership games to go through. We're just going to ask you all for a score. And then I'll write them down and then tomorrow on the channel we will post them up and people can have a wee competition in terms of the predictor. Stevie, Aberdeen versus Livingston. Um uh, I'm gonna go one one. One one. Kenny. 
Well, I was going to go one one as well to be honest with you because I just think the way they two have been playing, it's, it's going to be a draw anyway. So I was I was going to go one 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 one. I'm going to go for one now, Livingston. Let's go with Kilmarnock, your old club, Stevie, against Motherwell. Motherwell got a new manager, Stuart Kettlewell. Kelly badly need a result. Will they uh-huh. get it at Rugby Park? I don't know. They're struggling. Like, I watched them against Dundee United as well. Um, don't get me wrong. They won the game in the Scottish Cup, but that's not really the, that's not really the competition. They need to be they picking wins up in. Um, I'm going to go for Motherwell 2-1. 2-1 Big call from Stevie. Kenny, Kelly, Kilmarnock versus Motherwell. Well, Kelly, I'm doing all right at home. They're terrible away from home and they need to start picking up points. So I was going to go for one each for that one as well. So 1-1. One, because one. obviously Motherwell are on the new, new manager bounce. And, right, one each. I'm going to go 1-0 Kilmarnock. Let's go to the next game. Ross County at home to Dundee United. Stevie. Ross County 2-0. 2-0. 2-0. Yeah, good run. Ross County versus the D-United. The D-United has a lot of problems in the background, but can Ross County get the victory? Kenny? I believe Ross County will win, but I'm going for 3-0. 3-0. Massive call. Sometimes Ross County just come out with a crazy score up there in Dingwall, so I think this is going to be the weekend. I think Ross County will win this 3-1. I think they've got their scoring boots on. And the final game... I think St. Johnson versus St. Marin has got now-now written all over it. I always like a now-now in the Premiership. I'm going to go now-now. Stevie, St. The, the Saints derby, who's going to win it? Uh, I'm going for St. Mum. one now away from home, St. Mum. A disgusting, horrible own goal. <laughs> Kenny, St. Johnson, St. Marin. I've got to agree with Stevie. I've got it wrote in here. I was going for one now. <laughs> one now, St. Marin. One now, St. Marin. We do it or we'll put these on the channel on Friday. Stephen, before we before we wrap up the show, do you want to tell us what you're doing Friday night? Friday night, uh, right. So tomorrow Friday night I'm going down to Dumbarton. Um don't know if Kenny knows. I played with obviously I played with Kelly for seven, eight years, but also had a good couple of years down in Dumbarton and we, we won the old the old Scottish uh, Scottish Yeah, it was the third division at the time. So we won the league. Uh, last game down at Annan, got the bus up the road, stopped at the Dumbarton sign and jumped on the Iron Brew topless bus <laughs> and got all the way into Dumbarton and get piped in with a piper and there was thousands of people there. So um, Dumbarton are putting us into the Hall of Fame. So me and a lot of the squad for that for that season are going, going down tomorrow night and um, get a wee do on down at, down at the Rock at Dumbarton. So get me and another guy's been on the pod before, Ryan McStay, he's coming with me as well. He, he just used to give me the ball and I used to rip defences apart. So his, <laughs> his, his part there was to pass me the ball. Mine's was to do everything else. Don't let him tell you anything else. Um, so and inducted into the Hall of Fame for Dunbarn, which will be great. It just reminds you that you're getting to an age now where people are thinking you as an afterthought and you were years ago. And this, it's no good. I still think I can go out and mix it with them. You know what I mean? Because I'm still playing 35s and when I... When I when I score a goal on that, I'm I'm running away shouting, I should still be senior. That's <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Well, well done, Stephen. That'll be a good night. Uh, I'll be good. To, I'm looking forward to it. Before you go, I'll put a pipe behind the bar for you. Let me borrow <laughs> I, I, think, I think my bras and my dad would battle my face in if I'd done that. <laughs> but I, thanks for the offer. <laughs> Brilliant, Stevie. That's brilliant to hear. Best of luck with it, and congratulations to all the the team the team that, that are getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on, guys. Kenny, thank you very much for coming on. 
No, thanks for having us. Enjoy the game, everyone, on Sunday. I'll do. Enjoy the game. Stevie, best of luck with Friday night and enjoy the game on Sunday. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Scott. Cheers for that, mate. Brilliant. Thank you very much, everyone. It's tuned in. We'll be doing a review show on Sunday night to drop on Monday morning. We'll cover the Old Farm Cup final. And as always, like and share and subscribe to our podcast channel and YouTube channel. Thanks very much, everyone. See you soon. Cheers. Cheers.